0: Welcome back to the Epiphany Effect, episode number five. Ethan the Strong joining us to talk about <laughs> empathy. Uh, Ethan, yeah. what, was, what was the highlight?
1: Um, highlight of my week so far? I went to Canyon Lake yesterday. I went to Canyon Lake yesterday um, and hung out with some friends. Uh, so that was pretty fun. But it was also simultaneously my low because uh, it cost some money and it cost money to drive there and it cost money to get to get into the park and then it cost money to eat afterwards. So it's kind of expensive. But uh, Yikes. it was fun.
0: That's good. But you got a job now, so you've got that. you got that money. Yeah. Yeah. Better than it could be. It was your buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffalo. Huh. Uh, yesterday,
1: I was driving my friend from the lake back to uh, where we were going to eat. We ate at Alamo Cafe. No, not Alamo Cafe. Uh, the Branch. That's what it is. Um, and we originally had planned to go to a McDonald's. Um, at a gas station, like a McDonald's inside a gas station, because it was close and cheap. So we were all, like, super dehydrated because we didn't, like, pack any water, which was stupid because we went to the lake and we were really thirsty the whole time. So we had just planned to, like, go to the closest thing. So me and my friend went to uh, McDonald's inside the gas station and filled up my water bottle um, with Sprite from the, uh, like, oh fountain. My gosh. And um, it's one of those things that you have to, like, flip up the... Um, drinking straw with you know and Flip. we Flip. like flipped it up and the pressure had like it made it like shoot Sprite all over us and all over my car and it was <laughs> like <Wow. laughs> I like opened it to drink it and it just went psh, all over me and all over him and yeah it was fun that's
0: funny Quite Sprite when you were dehydrated
1: well, we got water first. I told them to get water first, and then we drank all the water, and then we got Sprite.
0: That's good. Yeah. You got to stay hydrated. Yeah. Yesterday was hot, too. I don't know how you made it through the day with no water. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Because I was outside for, for two hours at work, running around, and huh. I barely made it through <laughs> to the no water. I, <laughs> I can't imagine being at the lake. Alright, so, talking about empathy. Empathy. Opening it up to discussion. I think
1: empathy empathy is a trait. I think it's a trait, like, to have like, feelings for others, or like, to be able to sympathize, no, empathize, sympathize, to be able to empathize with others, and like, um, kind of feel what they're feeling hmm. to put yourself in their shoes yeah just so that you can connect better with them
0: nice I like
2: that I agree I think it, but I think it's more of like an ability because I feel like you can get like really like you can grow in it and then you can like stop growing in it and then I don't know if that makes sense but I feel like it's just a skill you have to keep like working at
0: it's a muscle. It's mm. a you always muscle. say
2: that about everything.
0: What you no, it is a muscle. said that before.
2: You said that twice. You said that twice on both of the podcasts, two of them. Okay, whatever. Okay, well, I will. I find I think it. it is a
0: muscle. You gotta keep it active.
1: Yeah, I did some. I did some research, and uh, it said. Empathy, like, you're born with it. Like, it's actually inherited, but it can still be taught. So you can learn empathy.
0: It's very interesting. So, do you, did you see, like, what do, what makes you inherited? Is it, like, your parents? Yeah, <laughs> it's is like it, a... Is it like a apology? So if your parents are empathetic, then you're empathetic.
1: Huh. Um says, emotional empathy has actually been found to be a genetic trait that's inherent more so than taught. Uh, we- women also tend to be more empathetic than men, but on the whole, every person has their own genetic predisposition for emotional connection and sympathy.
0: Hmm.
1: So, I guess, like you inherit empathy from your parents, and how empathetic
0: they are. Continue to learn and grow in it. Strengthen your empathy muscle.
1: Mhm.
0: Nice, nice. What is sympathy? What's the difference between sympathy and empathy?
2: I feel like it's that's a sympathy's hard one. more like it's more like you like feel bad, like you you're like oh they broke their leg, that's so sad, like I feel bad for you, and then like empathy's more like understanding that they're like in pain and you like. Feel You can almost, like, you can visualize or feel the pain that they're in. Empathy is more, like, I don't know. Sympathy is easier, I think.
0: So empathy is more distant? Is that what you're saying?
2: Uh, No. Or is it about? hmm? It's like you understand how someone is feeling, and then sympathy is, like, realizing that they're, like, distressed or, like, they're feeling bad or something and being pitiful for
1: them, feeling, saying, they're I don't know, I'm just going to stop. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, empathy is more personal, like you said, it's more distant, but I think it's more personal, like, if you're empathizing with someone, then you are, like, like you said earlier, putting yourself in their shoes, or, uh, um, like, trying to feel what they feel, whereas sympathy mm-hmm. is just... You know, you know something happened to them or you know something is like wrong, but like you're not really trying to like feel what they're feeling. You're just like, you just know it's wrong. So you maybe feel bad for them, but you're not actually like, you know, putting yourself in their shoes. You don't
0: share the feelings. I feel like you. I think empathy Mm -hmm. is when you like understand, but don't necessarily share feelings for some with someone or, but like sympathy have those same feelings. That's like when someone's pity for them or something like that. that uh, okay. Sense? I just oh, I
1: googled it, and it said uh, empathy is shown in how much uh, compassion and understanding we can give to another. Sympathy is more of a feeling of pity for, one, for another, like Sadie said. Empathy is our ability to understand how someone feels, while sympathy is our relief in not having
0: the same problems. Mm. empathy is more useful and sympathy is more passive. Yeah. yeah that's what yeah. it seems like. Very good. Very good. Yeah.
2: So, how are y'all with empathy? Tell me. How, how are y'all at empathy? Empathizing.
0: <sighs> that was a long <laughs> sigh. That was a long
1: sigh. Um... I'm not. I'm not great at it, just to be honest. Um, I don't like. I don't know. I have a hard time. Like, in some cases, I do. I feel like I'm good at empathy, like with certain people. But with other people, I'm just like I don't care what happens to you. <laughs> um. But. And yeah, it definitely depends on my mood and, like, the day I've been having, but I don't think I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm all that great
0: at it. Yeah, I think I struggle with it, too. Uh, My mind, I feel like there's a spectrum, right, In, in how people think, and on one end of the spectrum is, like, intuition and empathy and emotion, and on the other side, logic, and it's like an analytical type of thinking, and people are anywhere along that spectrum and how they, you know, process the world. And I feel like I'm really close to the analytical and logical side. Like that's how my decisions are made. And on the other side, where empathy is, I don't understand a lot of that nearly as well as I do numbers. And my brain says, if this is true, then this is the result or this is what I need to do. You know, it's a very A to B thought process for me, which I don't think is how empathy generally works. Well, that that's funny because,
1: like you said, you had love because you're, like, very analytical and that's how you think. But, like, our society is a very, like, emotional society. Like, everyone makes decisions based on their emotions, and yet... This society is the least empathetic society um, that we've ever had before. So I don't know, that's interesting.
0: Well, is is society making decisions based on emotion? Or? Well, uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like in a lot of
1: cases, um, the way that we like talk to each other or. and I'm, like, I'm saying society as a whole, like, in the United States, a very broad, in a very broad sense, like, um, a lot of people talk to certain people based on, like, their emotion, like, an emotional feeling towards them. Um, if, like, they agree or disagree on, like, beliefs and, like, religious and political beliefs and all that, like, and that's how... They um, base their, like, meetings with, with other people. But at the same time, like, we're not a very empathetic society. So there's, like, a disconnect with, between, like, making decisions with, with emotions and being empath- empathetic with our emotions.
0: Yeah, I think with emotions, they, they influence your decisions and your actions a lot but you can kind of direct them towards what decision, decisions or actions you're taking. And so, like, if you have an emotion, then you can direct that towards like, a selfish um, action or decision or towards an fo- others-focused uh, action or decision. And so it sounds like you're saying society is directing their emotions towards that selfish, which is not empathy.
1: Yeah, because we're all... We're all self-centered little five-year-olds that just care about ourselves.
0: Sadie, do you feel like you're an empathetic person?
2: I would say I lean more towards, on your little scale, I lean more towards the emotion <laughs> side. Shocker, shocker. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think it's easier. I like listening to people. I like listening to their problems and helping them, like... Like, real, like, understanding their feelings and sympathizing with them, and then I also like helping them, like, get out of that. So I think I do. I'm okay at it. I don't think I'm the best at it.
0: Why do you think that is, that you like to empathize with people? Do you think it's experiences that you've had, or um, is it just innate, you were born with it?
2: Um, no, because, no, I wasn't born with it, I don't think, um because I just wasn't empathetic until I was like 14, I guess. But I think I just realized, like, kind of, I just think I I realized how helpful it is. And if it comes, what goes around comes around, I guess. So it really is a selfish thought when I'm being empathetic. Like, maybe they'll empathize with me when I'm dying. I don't know. But I just like to empathize. I just really like it. I don't know why.
1: What goes around, comes around. Interesting. I love that is it song. I <laughs> <thought?
0: laughs> love that song. <laughs> is it a selfish thought, though? Or is it just you're empathizing? Like, I feel like when you think, um, like, what would I like someone to do for me? And then you do that for someone else. That might not necessarily be a selfish thought. It might just be a, a thought process that you use to figure out how to help someone
2: well maybe that's just my thought process
0: that's an empathetic thought process
2: is it my turn to ask a question or is it you go for it um so if you're let's use like Reefs scale because i actually really like that if you're more on the emotional side or the analytical side like but we were talking about how everyone has some base of empathy because you're born with it um can you empathize like why is it hard to empathize with some, but then you look at others and there's, like, no way you're going to empathize with them?
0: What makes it easier to empathize with some people than other people? Yeah, I guess it's, like,
1: I guess I'm guilty of what I was talking about, like, making decisions based on emotions. Like, some people I don't, like, who I don't agree with or don't get along with, um, because... Of like their personality or their beliefs or like whatever, I don't know that just that um, affects my level of empathy for that person because like if I you know if I don't really get along with you and then something like something unfortunate happens to you, then I don't know, I just... I don't, I wouldn't care as much as if, like, one of my best friends, um, like, got hurt, and then I'm
0: like, I oh, know, are you okay? Can I, like, go visit you at the hospital or something? Like, I don't know. I think it's, like, it's a mix of the level of connection that you already have with somebody and how mm. similar you are to them, because yeah. I think we said earlier, um, empathy is, like, being able to put yourself in someone's shoes and understand what they're going through, and if you're not, if you don't have, if you're not super similar <laughs> to them, then how do you put? How do you understand what they're going through? Yeah. How do you put yourself in their shoes if you don't? If you're not the same. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the thing obviously. Think. It starts with
1: like how willing, like, connect with that because if I like, if I like, I just met someone and then happen to them like I'm not I might be a little for them but how much empathy can I really them if I just met them and I don't know much about them versus someone I've known for a long time who I know like I know details about their life with them and then something happens to them and then I connect with them
0: yeah so it's that balance between how much you've already connected with them and how similar you are with them. Is empathy a tool at the beginning of relationships that can help you connect? Or is that something else?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I single pringle all my life. Never had anyone. Uh, (laughs) But um, I think... Like, if, don't you know, man, women, they're kind of uh, emotional. So if you're not able to connect with them and, like, be, like, a little bit emotional with them, then there's going to be a disconnect.
0: Is that accurate, Sadie? As someone who is emotional?
2: <laughs> no. God. <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
0: <No. laughs>
2: yeah, I think empathy is really important. And not just, like, like... Relationship, relationship, just like friendship too, because I think at the beginning, it's like that stage where you're trying to decide if you're like actually going to hang out with this person a lot or not, and so you have to like, so you're like almost like overly nice. Well, actually, depends on what kind of friendship. Uh, yeah, like sometimes like when it's not. Hold on.
1: Yo, yeah, well, no, I agree. If you're like meeting new people, then yeah, you're not you're not necessarily going to show your true self to them, like, um, like on the first like the first time you meet them because you don't really know them. Yeah. So you may be putting on a little bit of a mask that's like like being nice and being friendly.
2: Not that you're not nice or friendly, just like you're going to like, like kind of, kind of call them usual. like a butthole like immediately.
1: Like you would your best friends, yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty much. That's a little bit of a social social rules that first time. That's funny <laughs> that we're, we're literally proving the statistic that women are more empathetic than men right here. <laughs> Literally. I feel like that didn't
2: need to happen, but thanks, guys. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, it's
2: crazy.
1: So, I was, like, I was doing a little bit of research before the podcast, right? And um, I was researching, like, why, like, what causes, like, a lack of empathy. Um, and I found that low emotional intelligence... Burnout and stress are all, like, big causes of lack of empathy in us. Whoa. Because when we're under prolonged stress, it may lead to us being less tolerant of other people's behaviors and have lower cognitive empathy. So, like, stress is a big factor of why people aren't empathetic, which explains why um, the society is so unempathetic it's because a lot of us are very stressed and like really like worried about like pleasing others and like keeping our lives together and being perfect and that causes us to have less empathy for one another
0: or even just you talked about burnout as well i think in um Right now, it's very encouraged to just work, 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 get like everything that you can get for yourself and do it now, you know, and that leads to burnout really quick. So that would definitely uh, explain a lack of empathy in our society today. Yeah, that's a big one.
1: Yeah, like at my Sorry, go ahead. like I just have an example of that. Like at my job where I work, like at the beginning of the day, like we're all all of us, I work as a lifeguard. Um, so when we meet up, like before we go out on stand every every day, um, like we're all like joking around and like having like you know, being nice to each other, but then by the end of the day, It's been a long day. We're hot and we're tired and we want to go home. So there's less jokes being made, less laughing and more just like, let's get the job done and and let's go home. So burnout really
0: affects like how we treat one another.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It's about mental space. I think if your mental space is being used up by work or by stress, then you don't have the mental space to commit to empathy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because there's only so much of you, and if you're giving, like, most of you t- to, like, you know, you're dedicating it to work or, um, you know, trying to achieve, then there's less of you to be empathetic with others.
2: Are there times when empathizing is not the most helpful thing in the scenario?
1: I'd say yes. Well, like, I of a time when, like, one time I was, uh, like, one of my friends had, like, I said something, and he was upset. But then his mom came to, like, talk to me about it. And my parents were there, but she, like, started yelling at me. And then my parents started yelling at her. And there was a lot of yelling. And there was a lot of crying. And then... Like, I don't I don't know if empathy would have been like the best like the best for that situation because like well, maybe it would have. See, I don't know. Cause everyone was yelling at each other. But maybe if we all just like tried to understand each other's emotion. Yeah, no, I think empathy would have been good in that situation. <sighs>
0: Oh, no. I think there has to be a balance between, if we go back to our spectrum again, if okay. we go back to our spectrum, one side is uh, analytical and one side's intuitive, right? Empathetic. I think you have to have a mindset that takes into account both sides. You have to be somewhere in the middle when you're making decisions. Like, at work, if I'm managing a shift, then I have people on my shift that want to go on eight bathroom breaks in the middle of the peak hour, right? Empathy is not going to help that situation because I can't push business if I've got someone who's spending 30 minutes in the bathroom. Yep. Um, and so I'm going to take into account my analytical side and say, I'm sorry, you can go to the bathroom again in 20 minutes when the peak hour's over. But you have to balance the empathetic side as well and consider
1: you know, what they're going through. Because then if you don't, then they're not gonna listen to you after so long because they don't think that you like care about them or like you know what they're going through.
0: Yeah, one of my managers, he told me that when you are leading, you either lead out of loyalty or out of fear. Um, you either get respect from relationships that you have and connections <coughs> that you've made from empathy, or people fear you, and that's the only reason that they obey you. And in the long term. Loyalty is what wins out. Fear won't last. Yeah. So empathy is how you continue those relationships and gain loyalty.
1: I think one of my teachers told me that one time, you either lead out of loyalty or fear, and loyalty outlasts fear. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yep. you got to have a balance. So I think empathy might not always be the best Um but neither is logic, you know. Yeah. You have to have a little bit of both. Yeah. That's a good question. I like
1: that one. We just we me and my parents we just watched this movie called Man Called Otto. Kind of a depressing movie, but it was like about this guy who this old man who uh, lost his wife and then he became very like emotionless and he have any emotion for others. He was a very like crabby old man but he was very like logical and he was like like, he spent his time, like, finding ways to save money and, like, helping around... Like, just doing stuff around his neighborhood. Um, but he didn't... He wasn't good at, like, talking to other people and empathizing with them. So... Um, by the end of the movie, he learned how to, like, empathize with people. But, like, it just doesn't work when all you do is, like, think about, like, numbers and don't care about other people's emotions because he... Like, in the movie, he hurts some people because he's careless with his words, because he doesn't have any empathy for, like, w- what his words will do, like, to them.
0: So, Yeah. So you can see the consequence there of not having empathy. Yeah. 100%. I've seen that in, uh, in my work, too. I'll say some things without empathy. Some people don't take that very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> You got to have some empathy. Mm, What's interesting is there was this study for uh, a survey where 2,000 people and 73% said that empathy is important, but almost half of these 2,000 people said that empathy is declining in our world today. Mm. What do you think is leading... um, empathy to decline two or if if three quarters of people three of every four people say that it's important but half of people can see it declining then what's going on there it's like they're aware of the
1: problem but then they're not like really willing to do anything about it like i know i need to be more empathetic but right now i just i'm i'm so tired and i'm so stressed like i don't have time to be empathetic i don't really care about other people and their problems cuz i have my own thing right now like it's going to start with one person but it's really hard to start with one person because it's really hard for only one person to be empathetic because if no one else is showing empathy to them then it makes them not want to be empathetic so it's going to take like multiple people showing empathy to each other, and then like reaching out to others, but um, like everyone has their own problems, so it takes like a lot of strength to be able to handle your own problems, and then feel the like the need and the want to like help other people with their problems and help them with what they're going through. Yeah. So, um, I found that a person that lacks empathy is um like their like that trait of lacking empathy is called psychopathy like psychopath but with a y at the end psychopathy I don't know how to pronounce it but it's yeah that's what it is
2: setting you up for failure
1: you
0: are a psychopath (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> that's crazy but, I yeah. was like wow it shows how so important understand.
1: it is yeah the opposite of empathy was psychopathy
0: <laughs> psychopathy psychopathy well, do you think empathy is linked to uh, like productivity if a company or a team or a people is empathetic will they perform better
1: I think so because towards their customers or like with their employees or just like like, I didn't even didn't even think about that either way. Um, for sure, if it's like for the people that are working for you, like yeah, like you already said, like if you're not empathetic to the people who need to use the bat the bathroom, then then they're gonna eventually like disobey and probably use it anyway. But um, so you need to have empathy with like those that you are. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say ruling over, <laughs> like. <laughs> that <laughs> that you those are in that kingdom yeah <laughs> <laughs> those in your kingdom um you know the people that work for you but also like for your customers like i feel like companies that understand um like just things that happen um on a day-to-day basis like whatever it is that the company is like selling or whatever they do like just understanding like what what the customers are going through makes the customers want to stay with that company. So
0: mm.
1: I think when more people want to
0: stay, then that's going to make the most money. Absolutely. Returning empathy is how you create returning customers. I think. So yeah, do you go. have any thoughts? Yeah, an awfully quiet.
2: I'm just like, y'all are so statistical. Um, <laughs> Can you just, like, repeat the question?
0: I think the question was, does empathy lead to more productivity? Like, if a if a team or group of people or a company is empathetic, does that create a, a more productive environment or a less productive environment?
2: I think it can produce a more productive environment, but, uh, like, as you said, if you're too far on one side or too far on the other side of, like, Uh, analytical thinking or empathy, it's going to go like downhill. So just having the balance of showing them empathy, but also letting them remember, like if we're talking about the like letting them remember that you're you're in charge or, you know, this is how it has to get done. Mm. With empathy. I I don't have a job, so I don't have to deal with that.
0: (laughs) You got to sprinkle a little bit of empathy in among your fearless leadership i ran out of questions guys
2: i oh, went no. through
0: all of mine sadie i think you've got a few
2: um i asked i think i only have one more um but it's kind of like a open one so it's good um how can you grow in empathy
0: oh that's an important one i think we definitely need to talk about that
2: y'all do i'm just kidding
0: all right what what suggestions do you have for us
2: kidding. <laughs> hey.
0: uh, analytical thinkers how do we grow in empathy
2: like you just need to recognize when you're not being empathetic i think is the like important first part like mm-hmm. after you say things and you realize you're like oh that's kind of not empathetic i think the first thing is recognizing that you're like a terrible empathizer so
0: yeah i accidentally the other day so funny story about me being not empathetic the other day i was leading the dinner shift and this girl was um she was not on the position that I had wanted her to be on, because she was talking to her co-worker. And she, I walked over and she said, what would you like me to do? And I said, uh, you can get back on the position that you're supposed to be on. And uh, then she gave me a funny look, because I had not been empathetic. And I, I had to really quickly backtrack. <laughs> so, Recognizing where you're not being empathetic is definitely important, too. Moving towards empathy. Especially
2: at your job, Reeve.
0: Especially at your job, yeah. So what do you do after you've recognized that you're not empathetic? Do you make a plan for next time you're in that same situation?
2: Uh, Like, I don't really think about it like this like I don't need a plan of action on how to be empathetic I think I just like in scenarios where I think the most you see it like it's easy to be empathetic with people who are happy like you're gonna understand they're happy and be happy with them or whatever but I think obviously you see someone sad and instead of just being like oh that sucks it's like taking the time out of your day or out of your like your planned schedule to just like sit down and try to understand where they're coming from and i think it's really important especially if y'all are like upset at each other to like talk that through and like try to understand where the other one's coming from but i don't know
0: i think connecting the uh, empathy to the results for me as someone who is way on the analytical side of the spectrum connecting empathy to results is helpful because if that leads to a positive result, then I'm more likely to do it, right? And so one thing that I've found, I've really struggled with saying please and thank you, getting people to do things, and I have seen that when I do that, it lets them do it faster, they do it better, they do it with a better attitude, and so... Being able to see that, I'm more likely to say please and thank you, which isn't something that is something thats empathetic. I'm more likely to be empathetic if I can see the benefit of it. So that's a, a helpful tool. so do you think, Ethan? How can we be more empathetic? How can we be more empathetic? Um We gotta recognize how we're not empathetic. That's the
1: first step. Yeah, recognizing is important. Um Well, we described it as a muscle earlier. So, like, just like anything else, like, you have to, like, work it out. You have to practice it for it to grow. Um, So, obviously, like, you're not going to, like, just wake up one day and you're just going to, like, be more empathetic. Like, I wish I could wake up and be, like, super strong, but it doesn't happen. It takes, like, lots of practice and... Um, many like it honestly takes many like failed attempts to become more empathetic, um, so that you can learn from those, like your story, like you learned something by failing there. So, um, just us like being more empathetic is going to require like a lot of trying and a lot of like failing at being empathetic, but it will, like, result in more empathy.
0: I like it. We got to work out our empathy muscle by just giving it a shot or messing up.
2: Do you think people, like, there are people who need more empathy than others, and there are people who can live their whole life without getting that much empathy because they just don't, like, I guess, want it. But do you think uh, the... What's your scale, like the logical, the more logical thinkers, do do you think they need more or less empathy than the emotional? Less. Can you please go, I knew how that was going to go, but can you like say more?
0: (laughs) Well, if your thought process doesn't normally include emotion and empathy and intuition, then you don't need, I mean, you don't need to receive it or give it. You don't, you don't think you need to receive it or give it, I should say. I think it's important to give and receive empathy. But that scale that we've talked about, I think that's how thought processes work. And so that may or may not include what you need. You know, If I'm someone who's thinking A leads to B and I'm going to do whatever I can to get B to be productive and to get B to be a positive outcome, right? that, that doesn't take emotion into account generally. And so um, that thought process doesn't even factor in giving emotion or receiving it, which could also lead to emotions just being bottled up until they explode, which I have done. (laughs) Whereas someone who's uh, on the other side, they're intuitive in their thinking. They're thinking a lot more about how, how other people feel and how they themselves feel. And if you're thinking about how you feel, then you're going to need some empathy to, you're going to need to receive empathy to feel better, I think. Yeah, I think it's time for the fun question.
2: Oh, I love the fun question. Okay, give me like a couple seconds to think of it though.
1: Did you guys know elephants are empathetic? No way. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I just remembered like, I, I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure I've heard before, like from the, from the Jungle Book or something, that, that, e- that elephants are empathetic. And I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it says animals display empathy toward like, humans and other animals in a multitude of ways, including comforting, grieving, and even rescuing each other from harm at their own expense. And it said, what animals are the most empathetic And it says African elephants are the most empathetic animals.
2: If you could make one movie or TV show come like become real, like it was fictional, what movie would it be and why? Movie slash show.
0: Shoot.
2: Hmm. Like you don't get to star in it, but like you get to like see it play out. Ah, you can start it. Never mind.
0: It'd be the lead role,
1: movie or TV show. Yes. I have to be careful because I don't want to pick like a movie where like the world is about to end and everyone like almost dies.
2: um, yeah, that's what you want.
0: So, like, a movie that you have an idea of and it like becomes. That, well, I always, thought, I always thought I it always
1: thought it'd be cool for like Hogwarts to be real, like from Harry Potter, because um, I thought it'd be cool to go to like a wizard school. Um, but now that like I'm almost out of school, I I don't know that I feel like it'd be irre- irrelevant to my yeah. age. What's a movie that's like it's like futuristic? It's like mm-hmm. Interstellar. Interstellar. Hey, Star mm-hmm. Wars would be a cool movie for like it to be real because then like
0: doesn't then- Earth blow up in Star Wars?
2: What? That doesn't matter. <laughs> that, like, <they're> <laughs> I'm just saying, iron. if it, if be gone, it became real be right off. now,
0: I would
1: be no. off of Earth by the time if, it blew up. If, if it became real hit. right now, and
2: can Earth on, like, like boom, Earth is or something.
0: Okay, no, does the does the soundtrack become real too? Like where <laughs> I go, I hear these songs. Does you hear them. You can awesome. hear them anyway without it being real. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, but I'm thinking like they're playing out of the sky. Like
2: uh ooh, sure, be, sure be
0: so cool. What's the best sound dragon? Hold on. How to train your dragon.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: How to train your dragon would be pretty cool, but there's only one island like that, you know. So But anyway.
2: then all the dragons go everywhere.
1: Yeah, but they're all friendly by the end of the first movie, so...
2: That's not that yeah. bad.
1: Yeah. True.
0: And I could fly. That'd be cool, actually. I would love for, like, the Lion King soundtrack to play at every sunset and every sunrise. Like, how cool would that be? <laughs> that would but be
2: cool. what about the movie?
0: Oh, I don't even care about the movie. I mean, <laughs> like, the soundtrack is what makes a movie, you know? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are
1: we uh, were watching the... Uh, NBA finals and like a few games like a few games ago channel that was like streaming it it was like not working so it was just like a sky cam of the game with no like no sound it was just like showing it and it like really made me appreciate the, uh, the comment and like all of the replays and everything and like I think that's what like a soundtrack does to a movie like just think about any movie and think about it like without <laughs> the sound, like or without the music playing, while the scene was happening, like just a sad scene, and it's like there's no music playing. It's just like a dude crying, and that's all you hear. Like, exactly, exactly. it'd be weird.
2: Okay, well, so y'all still haven't
0: an answered. No, I'm I've answered. It's I'm, I answered too. The Lion King.
2: I thought you just kept saying things.
0: I said
1: Star Wars. Star oh. Wars before Earth blew up.
2: Okay, well, y'all's are interesting.
1: Hmm. Um, What's mine yours?
2: would be Saved by the Bell, the TV series. Oh my. <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> oh, what do you mean? No. Why? Um, yeah. I used to only be able to watch it whenever I was at my aunt's house, and I was like once every, like, year and so then I was like what is this show like this is so cool only old people watch it and then I found it on HBO Max and I just I spent a good portion of COVID watching the seasons because I think it's just like happy and fun and I I just love it and so now it's my favorite TV show and I haven't watched it in like six months but it'll always be my favorite TV show and I just want it to come to life so I can just hang with the people at the mat how could yeah, you I not would,
0: want to be part of it? i just want to hear the like soundtrack every time the sun rises and the sun sets that'd be so cool
1: we need to find a way to grow empathy in our society um because empathy it's been declining over the past 30 years i found so uh i mean if it keeps declining we're eventually gonna hit zero right so we can't let now that I'll happen he's alive
2: oh my gosh but i can't deal with everyone
0: exactly (laughs) one person can't do it alone
2: also there are some people i refuse to empathize with so (laughs) So
0: refuse all got a little bit of room to work work to improve Mm -hmm. yeah all right well today we talked about empathy it's important that's what we decided talked about how it's how it is in our world how it's decreasing how we can get better at it We talked about the spectrum of logic versus emotion and how people think. And that that pretty much sums it up, I'm pretty sure. I don't think I missed a single thing.
2: Thank you for joining us this week on The Epiphany Defect to talk about empathy with Ethan the Strong. And we're not sure what next week is, so stay tuned.
0: Yeah, come back next week. (laughs) Reef out.